after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials tonight. The good ones, and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. Where does all this stuff go? In your doo My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hello, Genevieve. Who's doo are you talking about? Hey, hey, let's keep it clean. Yeah, I thought this was a family show. I don't know, I just found that commercial today. There's something called a doo That's the product name. Gross. It's like a storage system for your truck. Yeah. Wrenches. Cables. What do you do with all this stuff? You put it in your doo <laughs> That's terrible. Where does all this stuff go? In your doo <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little punchy today. That's good. We could use that energy. Hey, coming up today on the show, Genevieve, you put the show together. What you doing over there? What you doing? Yeah, I. Um, we went to a wedding this weekend. Mm-hmm. Really good friends. Friend of the show. Friends of the show. Oh, the only people who've hosted this yes, show. Yes, Nick and Rosen. Congratulations. In our absence. Um, now Mr. and Mrs. Us, as they say. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I Maybe I had weddings on the brain or, or marriage on the brain, but I kind of stumbled across a couple of ads that I've been seeing that made me, one, made me think about a common trope in advertising, which is the traditional proposal, mm. the uh, bended knee proposal and all the ways that commercials use that trope to sell every, you know, I mean, yes, they use it to sell diamond rings, but I'm mm. not interested in that. That's too literal. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm interested in it as a joke. Phone plan. I like it for the funny. There's a really good for one phone for a plans, phone plan yeah. that I remember that I think you have in here. I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a couple for, for mm-hmm. um, phone phone plans and phone services. Um, yeah, you can use a proposal to sell anything. And I threw in uh, at least, well, I threw in a couple of old ones from the 80s and 90s, including one that I remember very well. Nice. Very well. Do you remember the Lifesavers proposal commercial? From I don't. The, I'm uh, excited to see this. Late 80s, early 90s. I'll bet you when you see it, you'll remember it. Um, listen, I don't want to ruin, I really don't want to like ruin the surprise or whatever, but let's just... Get it out of the way. Are sure. you planning on proposing to me during the show? Is that is that what this whole setup is for? Yes. You, really? You ruined the surprise. Good job. Do you just want to do it now or do you want to wait until the Will ad you make council? me the happiest podcaster on earth <laughs> and do this have. show with me? I already have. All right. Uh, plus, um, we have a little segment on the show. When something catches my fancy and I want to talk about it, we call it Andy's Corner. When something catches Genevieve's fancy and she wants to talk about it, it's called Vive's Genevieve Takeover, I believe. Yes. Um, and I believe this is unprecedented. <laughs> it's unprecedented. In a show all about people coming together to form one unit, this yeah. is the first show where we will each go to our corners. Absolutely. Should we change yours to Genevieve's Corner just to make it easier? Or to make it sort of Genevieve symmetrical. take over Andrew's Corner. It doesn't matter. I'm exhausted. And uh, in the ad council this week, an ad counselor spots a delightful detail in one of the ads I believe we talked about last week, right? The um, the Uber Eats ad with Lil Nas X and Elton John. I think that was last week, but yes, I'm uh, I'm excited to share this detail. Thank you to the listener who spotted it. All right, let's start by talking marriage. Let's There's nothing wrong if it feels all right. Yeah, that's a medical fact. That's a medical fact. Yep. Okay, good. Um, what do you got first? This is one that I really have been, I have seen a lot uh, uh, in the wild. This is for, of all things, Meineke car care uh, and oh. oil changes. What could be more romantic than that? Yeah, this one is a funny one where they were, it, it feels like uh, uh, some ad wizards sort of thought of the trope and then worked backwards mm-hmm. to it, you know? But uh, um, it is kind of a good joke, I think, albeit a little bit disconnected from the product that they're trying to sell. You have a couple um, kind of generic-looking, moderately attractive young white couple. They're standing by a little pond. It looks like it might be Echo Park. Oh, it could probably be, is. Could be Echo Park yeah. in L.A. Certainly, that's where you see a lot of stuff like this. Um, 
you're going to hear the young man proposing to the woman, and it's very kind of traditional. It sounds like a normal proposal, but when he puts the ring, goes to put the ring on her finger, he just has a like an a flyer that's a like a picture sales promotion for a diamond ring, mm-hmm. and he pokes a hole in it and puts that piece of paper on her finger. Um, the joke being that he's going to pay for it over time, but she'll get the ring when he's finished paying for it. Jenna. Will you marry me? Yes! I'm engaged. And in only 36 months, it'll be yours. Huh? Nothing! I'm engaged! You wouldn't wait for the ring to be paid off. So why wait for car repairs? At Meineke, whatever the repair, whatever your credit, we can most likely get you approved so you can fix it now and pay over time. Now at your locally owned Meineke, get a basic oil change. Right, I don't, do we need to stick around for the basic oil change? Is there a car care well, right? What's so funny about it is that they advertise a basic oil change as being... which is like, are people doing that on a payment plan? I mean, I guess no shade, but I don't think that's typically the kind of car repair that you need a payment plan for. Yeah, that's interesting. I think that's two different thoughts. Yeah. I think they're saying like, you know, for the big stuff, this, but also you can get a $22 oil change. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's all right. It's okay. It's okay. It feels disconnected. Like, it's the kind of commercial where I might remember the premise where he puts a, a, a down payment on a ring on her finger. Uh, instead of the actual ring and like not remember what the what the thing was for also i don't know what people are doing vis-a-vis rings these days mm-hmm. but do people i guess people buy anything on i guess you can buy anything large ticket on on credit so i guess well people, of course yeah do you, you, like do people typically buy the ring and then pay it down i would assume i guess so yeah i would assume i wonder if that's if the two months it's two months salary right like that's the is it two or three? I don't or know. three. I don't I feel remember. like it's three. <laughs> it's probably more now. Yeah. Um, the way uh, weddings have inflated everything. Yeah. Um, all right. What's up next? All right. This is a couple, another, uh, I would say, equally moderately attractive white couple. They are sitting. A lot of whites today. A lot of whites. Any non-whites in here? Um, yeah. Well, we got I some M&Ms. So. They're yeah. sort of none. Yeah, none but of the above. <laughs> and also, you have uh, an insurance commercial. Oh, coming that's true. Up, I this think. this yeah, insurance yeah. one is a is a black couple. Uh, this is a young couple sitting uh, uh, in a restaurant, and the man starts to make all the gestures towards proposing, and the woman he's with looks a little disconcerted, like maybe this is too soon or something. Yeah, I think he's getting down on his knee as yeah. this begins. Right? <laughs> there is something I want to ask you. Oh. Um. The new iPhone 13 Pro is here with the most advanced iPhone camera ever. And I got it at T-Mobile. <gasps> I thought you were going to talk about forever. <laughs> this is a value that lasts forever. Because when you get the new iPhone at T-Mobile, trade-in value is locked in. So we can always have a new iPhone? Yes. So what do you say? Switch to T-Mobile with me? Yes. <laughs> so we're going to T-Mobile. Fall in love with iPhone. Get it on us now and upgrade every two years. You know what I think is weird about this T-Mobile. commercial? What? It's a very, very small thing. But it makes me laugh. This is the second time I've heard it. Can we go just to the announcer copy here again? Sure. Fall in love with iPhone. Get it on us now. And I don't know. Fall in love with iPhone. I feel like it should be the iPhone. The iPhone. I'm not an iPhone user. I don't know. Um, I don't know what the preferred nomenclature is. I say- work with. I work uh, very tangentially with a nonprofit that prefers to be known as. I'll just say it. Why not? Balmer Group, which is mm. Steve Balmer's like nonprofit mm-hmm. foundation. And they, like in any copy that you're writing about them, about any sort of like gift, you know, anything that they're doing, uh, charitable giving that they're doing, you are required to refer to them as Balmer Group. And it's really... instead of the Balmer Group. Instead of the Balmer Group. And it really does not trip off the tongue or the page in some contexts. But, you know, the... If you, you know, the one who pays the piper is the one who calls the tune. I'm confused. Why do they not call it Balmer's Ballers? <laughs> Maybe that was left on the, uh, the brainstorming wall. I mean, it's right, wall. It's right yeah. there. That's in the ideation uh, uh, room. Sometimes I feel like I need to be in more rooms. <laughs> you know? Don't you think? Yeah. All right. So, hey, guess what we got here? Another white couple. Now, this is probably... All these my white favorite. people do sort of look alike. These white people really look like the last white people. I mean, same, you know, vibe here. Fancy they're in, restaurant. They're in kind of a fancy restaurant having a nice meal. And the fella gets down. One thing, I was going to ask you this, but now I've watched them all. I don't believe in any of these. 
there's any scenario where it's not the man proposing to a woman. I was going to actually want to talk about some of the some of the cultural markers that I'm seeing here and how they both, the more things change, the more they stay the same and also the way things have evolved a little bit. It's always the man doing the proposing. It's, which, also, it's always, it's a, always a straight couple. couple yep. Yeah. I think we have moved slightly away from, I, I looked at some of some, I mean, because be, the, the trope of a proposal is very old in advertising. It's been used hundreds, you know, scores if not hundreds of times. And I've seen ones from the past where the the vibe is like that the woman, I think there's like an old beer commercial that's like this, which I didn't pull, where the woman is like waiting for the proposal. And I think advertisers have at least moved off of that sort of stereotype a little bit. And we're more likely to see, we're either likely to see a couple that's on the same page, they want to get married, like the Meineke mm-hmm. couple, or... We're likely to see a couple where the man has misjudged the intensity of their relationship yeah. and the woman is less into the idea of getting married, which was kind of the vibe in the T-Mobile ad, right? Or the iPhone ad where she was kind of like, whoa, like slow your roll before he makes it clear he's talking about a phone. Because I, it's, a, it's such a traditional heteronormative, it's such a heteronormative tradition, but we are making like little slow baby steps towards more progressive values. But you're right. There's no gay couples in here, uh, which is pretty shameful. I did just do a quick Google while you were talking. This I just typed in like um, gay couple wedding proposal TV commercial. And it looks like, and of course, it got a lot of headlines. I can't even find the original commercial, but it looks like Tiffany and Company, a jewelry ad. But you were trying to avoid the jewelry exactly. ads. Yeah. Do I think it's been done? In, and I saw some ads. I went through a lot of ads, including many for actual like wedding adjacent things you know diamond rings themselves other like marriage related thing products and services and in those you will start to see some more diverse there was like a famously um i think there was a a commercial with two women using like the some kind of like wedding like the knot or something Mm -hmm. that was aired on a lifetime channel and it got a bunch of blowback from a million angry moms and you know there was some back and forth about it but like it will i really do think as silly as it might sound i do think it will be a marker of progress when a gay couple can be used in a generic trope as yeah. consistently as a straight couple right yeah yeah i agree um okay but i do like this next one um fancy restaurant fella gets on his knee proposes to his date um and after he proposes she just sort of stares at him for a while <laughs> and then sort of just stares through him yes. for a while and then there's a long silence that you're going to hear a long silence. and that it's as awkward for the uh the participants as it is for the listener yeah and behind her is the waiter and he's got a bottle of champagne and he's like waiting to pop it right. and he's looking at the the guy who's proposing like can I pop this now or not? And the woman is just like silently staring, not responding. Eventually, the um, champagne pops on its own, which makes me wonder about that kind of got a little premature eschamplamation going on there. <laughs> Look it up; it's a thing. <laughs> it happens to all bottles. <laughs> and I think the payoff on this one is um, is really good. Question for you. Will you make me the happiest man in the world? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> when it comes to response times, just okay is not okay. That's why AT&T is building its I think that's really jewelry. evocative and it ties it to the product, right? Like It's really good, You don't yeah. want long delays. It makes conversations awkward. It's a funny joke. Yeah. Um, I think the, all of the, the, little, the little jokes that happen around it are very funny with the bottle and the, the, all of the, 
the pregnant pause. Mm-hmm. It's really well done. I remember when that, that's not, I haven't seen that one in a while, but I remember when it was running. And all the acting is good. There's just subtle things in there that you kind of can't pick up in the podcast, just like when she finally snaps out of it, right. she does a good job. I think. His sigh of relief yes. is very oh, convincing. Good. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like and, and this is a small thing, but we say it every time we hear it. I, I cannot remember the voice actor's name, we always, but I love her I know. voice. Well, I always forget her name, but I believe that we have have established as she's one of the main characters in uh, the Aziz Ansari. Oh, you know what? I forgot piece, about that. I or, forgot or about that. show yeah. that he did. Um, which I know I also have forgotten the name of. Oh, um, uh, Stranger with Candy. No. Strangers with Candy. No. <laughs> Famously. Oh, Aziz Ansari. Starring Aziz Ansari. Yeah, well, that's just frustrating for our listeners. Sorry. It, um, shoot. Oh, it doesn't matter. All right. Let's uh, move on to this next one. Now, this is a... I think this one's kind of um, charming. I've never heard Master of Master of None. Master of Panun. Um, Good Sam... Insurance. This one, I will. This is clearly one that I went hunting for because I I have never heard of Good Sam Insurance nor seen an ad for them anywhere uh, in the wild. Kind of an odd name. It's an odd name. It's called Good Sam, and this is specifically for RV insurance. Although the thing being that is shown, the vehicle shown in this is not an RV. It is a pickup truck. Yeah, that's interesting. That's extra confusing. One thing about weird names that has come up on TBTL recently, if I can just take a moment. Uh-huh. And this was kind of an observation that I had that is now... Other people are observing it in other ways. Grocery store names always sound weird unless you grew up with them or if they're in your current city and you're used to it. Because we got a call from somebody who mentioned that she was in her local grocery store, Giant Eagle. And she was calling from Ohio. I grew up up in, although I did not grow up in Pittsburgh, I spent a lot of time there. Oh, yeah. Very familiar with the giant. And eagle. I knew that there was, you know, I grew up with giant eagles, but I hadn't heard it. It in is a weird long when you think about it. Like, I guess. Wait, why am I going to a giant eagle? Sure. To buy my groceries, and then, so I talked about that, and then I, it might have even been the same person who called back when we played this voicemail today. She said, um, "You know, I grew up in the Seattle area, and we had a grocery store called Safeway, and now I live in Ohio." And I mentioned to somebody that I was at the Safeway, and they said that is a weird name for a grocery store it's like they're protesting too much like all right why but no one can no safe? one can object to stop and shop stop and shop seems it's pretty obvious object. exactly yes. kroger's just been around you shop and big enough exactly piggly wiggly has become iconic yes. but if it weren't so iconic i remember the first time i heard piggly wiggly as a little kid i was like first of all it was the store that Little kids want to go to. It sounds so fun. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a. And we've got kid. Grocery Outlet here, which is like our our like low budget. Yeah. Place gross out. That's pretty. Uh, market basket. Pretty that obvious. That sounds pretty normal. Yeah. Um, smart and final. That one's weird. That one's weird. Although I didn't realize this. I always thought those grocery stores were strange in Los Angeles, and I thought that they were just sort of like low-budget grocery stores. But really, those are more like a cash-and-carry. A um, They're more like a restaurant supply Almost store. Almost like a supply store, which yeah. Which I didn't realize. But the reason it's called Smart and Final is Mr. because— Smart, Mr. Final. Yeah, we've talked about that on the show. Huh? I yeah. remember when, I was, when that was revealed to me. Blew my— Mind. Anyway, I wish I could think of some more grocery well, chains. There's a lot of those, like Meyer, Kroger. Yeah, those are fine. Um, Win Dixie. That's one of the ones I grew that's up kinda, with. Yeah, that's sort of that's not. Yeah, Win Dixie feels iconic to me. I don't even know if yeah. they exist anymore, but at the time, like you know, it was just the name of grocery. It was like it was almost it was almost synonymous. It was like Coke, mm-hmm. you know, for soda. Yeah, and QFC, quality food service. Although mm-hmm. I think when people are new in this area, they call it KFC for a while. <laughs> I, I think I did. So or or, or exactly. Um, okay, so send us your weird grocery store names, y'all. Please, um, Good Sam RV in this commercial we have a fella who is um he pulls his truck up oh this is our first black couple by the way right yes uh and i don't know do we and see him? by far our best looking couple so far i would yeah, also yeah he's pretty hunky i can't remember what she looks like um and do we see him pull his truck up or is it just start with it behind him as he gets down i to can't remember now but anyway they're some sort of like bucolic um 
area and kind of they've parked their I guess he does actually have he, an RV on it. He's got like a third wheel or whatever you call the thing. He's got a big RV trailer on a the back. A trailer on the back thing. and they're on the edge of a cliff at some kind of park area where there's yeah. like a lake in the background and they're they are parked right at the edge of a very tall cliff. And it looks like they just That's Germain. And it looks like they just showed up. They're getting out of the truck and then as soon as they're parked he gets down on one knee for a reason I think you can figure out. This is so good. Brittany Elizabeth Johnson, would you do no. me this? No, no. And now she starts saying no, 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 no. But what we see is behind him, the truck is slowly moving backwards. Towards we realize the that the uh, the trailer is dragging it, dragging it back towards the cliff, towards the water below. No, no, no. Dad told me you'd say no. No, 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 no. Kevin, how are you gonna pay for that? He won't have to. Now, that's where some magical realism comes in. Although they're really biting. Um, who used to have, I think it was uh, State Farm used to yeah, have people pop in like exactly. that. Exactly. So a customer service representative or an insurance uh, employee of some sort uh, pops in here. Pay for that. He won't have to. Kevin has good Sam RV insurance, so he's covered. It's specialty RV insurance at a price that fits your budget. So you can focus on those wedding plans. Maybe not buy a lake. Make every trip a good trip. Good Sam. The Maybe lake wasn't the problem. No. It was the cliff. Maybe yeah. not by a cliff. We don't know um, if she ever said yes. Yeah, that's true. We really skipped over that crucial part. Yeah, because they when she said, you know, now you can just concentrate on the wedding, it would have been funny maybe to see her thinking like, I don't know about yeah, I mean, this look guy. at this guy. He can't even use the emergency brake. And also like, okay, I'm glad your truck is um, insured and your but RV's insured. But how are you insured. getting home? And all your stuff. All your stuff. You're clearly like all of her stuff is in there. Yeah, probably is that insured? Stuff. She's probably got a... She's probably got an iPad in there with her with her Candy she seems Crush. Like, she That's seems all like gone. an iPad owner. That her, <laughs> yeah. She's going to have to restart Candy Crush. <laughs> she's going to have to I restart. I guess. Candy. I don't know how that works, if it lives in the cloud or what. Either. Don't <laughs> at me, Candy Crush players. She's sure this, this young woman, I'm just like, what is the fanciest thing she probably has? Well, probably an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to take photos Well, the, he's got it. the diamond ring, at least. That's, yeah. That's no, safe. that's the important thing. Yeah. Unless she was It was also, very cute. I It's it's an interest. It's it's a meaningless detail, but at the same time, it is a detail that they kind of make a point of. When he gets down to show her the ring, he you know he does the traditional opening of the box, and it's not just a ring in a jewelry box. It's sitting within a tissue paper flower somehow mm-hmm. within the yeah. box. It's very cute. It is very cute. I wasn't sure if that was... When you brought it up, I wasn't sure if it was symbolic of something else. You just like it. It's just a I, nice if it mood. is, it's lost on me. I just think it's pretty. Got one of these goddamn M&M ads here. This I hate one was, these M&M I, this ads one is, so much. This one is hateable. Okay. For, and I don't even know why it makes me so grossed well, out. Well, I just hate these M&M ads so much. <laughs> so we have the anthropomorphized M&Ms, right? Like an acclamation. It's the Billy uh, West. West one. Uh, and I love Billy West, of course. No, Nothing against Billy West, but I just don't like these I ads. I think he plays red M&M. And in he, this one, you have red M&M. He plays red M&M. Right? He does. And he's on one knee and he's proposing. <laughs> so, so funny to me? He's proposing You to, might know me from such commercials as Red M&M. You are great as Red M&M. <laughs> um, and he is proposing to something that looks like a It'd light. It would be funny to go to a Comic-Con and be like, everyone's there like to get Fry's autograph. And you're like, can you sign my, my <laughs> yeah. M&M bag? I'll bet you it's been done. Yeah. Um, okay, so he's on one knee. Now, he is proposing to something that at first I didn't realize is a light-colored <laughs> M&M as right. well. It looks, like a, it looks like a big pink round pillow. Because the weird thing is he has arms and legs and shoes and gloves and yes. eyes and a mouth. But he's proposing to just like a big round M&M that's bigger than him. Yes. But then it's like it's got a woman, like a human woman's face yes, airbrushed this is a, this on is it. How Do we I know learned... who that woman is? I mean, I don't, it's not her, but it like pictures Stephanie Seymour from the 90s. Like a very attractive brunette. I don't think it's anybody that we know. Yeah, kind of giving a, kind of giving like a supermodel come hither. Yeah, very attractive woman. Here's a thing that I learned from this ad, which is that you can get your own face airbrushed onto M&M's. Oh, that's why it's so weird like that. I, I guess I knew you they can. were for special M&M's. Like, I didn't realize you can get your own. I, I mean, I maybe you can. No, the, yes, they're customizable. they're customizable. I thought they were just, I thought this was just an ad for like romantic M&M's with special romantic sayings on them. But you're right, in this still spot, you can see that you can get like couples photographs and printed on them. Or that's a one, th- one says Chris and Lindsay. 
One yeah. says just married. But you can like have it like laser printed on there or whatever. Do you want to get M&Ms with special messages and our faces on them? Um, I want to, I do kind of, but I want to like do something hilarious and rude with it. <laughs> Let's take a listen. Will you marry me? Oh, he holds out the ring and he knocks over the big M&M and yeah. then he's mistaken the M&M with a face on it for a, another anthropomorphic M&M, and which then... sort of does raise the question of. Oh, what's the distinction? There's no continuity with these things at all. It makes no <laughs> sense. I hate them so much. And then his buddy, the kind of dumb or kind of the oafish yellow, I believe, peanut M&M says, oh, yeah, why is Will that you peanut M&M marry dumb? me? Oh, happens every time. <laughs> Which we learned that that's Day. J.K. Simmons. Personalize your M&Ms on MyMMS.com. There it is. Personalize your M&Ms on MyMMS.com. What is even the joke there? I mean, this is something that Luke says all the time, and not to, like, just steal his sayings, but, like, that is set up and said in the tone of a joke, but yes. it's not a joke. Happens every time. What does? What you does? Actually you actually knock over you a personalized M&M? What you propose hell? to an inanimate object? I just... Just, just stop. Just, just stop. Just stop. M&M's could have such good commercials. I know. It's maddening. Clinking in a bowl. Clinking in a bowl. I know that is your one idea. I believe I said that on the very first episode. Probably. You've been really, like you've been really beating ep- that drum. What episode are we in? 308 right yes. now. Um, okay. What's this next one? Oh, I, this is one that I have not watched yet, but I watched some of the um, supplementary <laughs> material surrounding it. All right, this is one that this is for a Honda CRV, um, and you have a couple who I first I thought maybe the woman was Naomi Watts, but she's definitely not. I've confirmed. Um, but you have a blonde woman. Think picture kind of Naomi Watts type. They're walking kind of like they're on a date in a cityscape somewhere. They're walking by a movie theater, and he, uh, her, the the man starts to propose to her. And she immediately kind of starts envisioning, uh, and we see the the manifestation of her envisioning all the things that she wants to do before she gets married. Okay, looks You're, like maybe goes on a girl's road trip here. She, yeah, she'll she'll explain it. Oh, there's voiceover. At one point, you'll okay. hear somebody say "more cowbell," which of course is a reference Ugh. to the old SNL skit. That's how you know it's which funny. Which is really, a, yeah, truly been beaten to death. It's the what's crazy to me about this is that the guy who says "more cowbell." is a fairly well-known actor named Nelson Franklin. Um, He was a recurring character on New Girl and a recurring character on Veep. Whoa, that's him. He's so much younger here. He is younger there. I I wonder if he's made up to look older on Veep, too. This may be all just be older. Yeah, I mean, this looks like this was posted to YouTube in 2012, so it's... Yeah, this is for the 2012 Honda CRV. Uh, he's got a full head of hair and hipster glasses. Well, he always has the hipster glasses. Nelson Franklin um, kind of has made a career of playing a sweet, oh! but um, you know, a little bit of a beta kind of kind of guy. I had know? it all backwards. I had it all backwards. I thought this was the guy in Veep. I was confusing him and his boss. Oh, very I was different. waiting to see. I thought this is the guy that swears all the time in Veep. This is the guy who gets sweared at all the time. Yeah. In so Veep. If, okay. you have, if you've watched now, Veep, rethink about what I just said about was, how much younger this guy looks. Yeah, that'd be, compared that'd to be that quite other a guy. severe aging process. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he looks the same. Yeah. So uh, Franklin uh, Nelson Franklin um, is a is a comedic actor of some you know quite a I would say a very recognizable character actor, and he often plays these kind of like sweet but. Um, overlooked or somewhat um, too like I hate to use the phrase nice guy but maybe like the nice guy stereotype you know beta a little beta Um, he had a recurring role on veep where he was the aide to congressman furlong uh, who was one of the most profane disgusting sadistic characters in a series in which that is really saying something yeah um and his favorite punching bag, his like professional punching bag, was Franklin Nelson and or Nelson Franklin, excuse me. Who's like his bag man? His bag of, man, his, his aide, his yeah. assistant. He's just always at his heel, and it became a running joke in the show that he would like tee up uh, his assistant Will to say something horrible about himself, to basically repeat yeah. some horrible yeah, remark exactly. that Roger that the that the congressman had made about him right. in the past, and it was. 
I mean, it's really profane. I'd like to You'll play hear, a couple yeah, of them. Yeah, I have a couple that I've pulled out. And, well, and not the worst ones, but we'll play the, the Yeah, we'll play the commercial first, but I can't stress this enough. I'm, in a little bit, going to play 40 seconds of tape that is both the mildest yes. examples of what this guy says and also, you can't have your kids. Also, around. this is the dirtiest it's thing you're going to hear all week. Exactly, yeah. and I'm I'm telling you, I'm not the disconnect in my mind. I've been trying to think about how to talk about it. Like, I actually don't like that. I actually don't like that joke that much. I don't think it's well done. I think it's just crude and over the top, and it feels a little bit latter day Veep to me. Well, Veep got meaner Veep over got the meaner and over the run of its show, and less quick and just meaner and blunter. Yeah, I mean, it was certainly a it was a bludgeoning. Uh, often by the end but I mean it was a very angry show yeah definitely yeah and I do think they wrapped up during the Trump administration as well so I think that that just affected a lot of stuff so okay let's listen to the commercial first do you want to get married married there were so many things I was gonna do first I was gonna hike the Appalachian Trail or is it Appalachian and I still have to learn to play the drums Cowbell. Cowbell. And I still need to finish my short film. Action! Okay, but we have a lot to get done first. Before you make your leap, make a list. Then get going in the completely redesigned CRV. Why can't she do that shit when she's married? I don't understand. I think it's such a bizarre false dichotomy here. Um, This idea that she either can't do those things after getting married or like... Or that they, you know, like, it's just, it's such a strange, it's like, it's not an either or situation. I have a theory about this. Can I jump in? Sorry, I just interrupted a woman so that I can talk about feminism. But here's my thought. I think. Ladies, be quiet. A man is talking. About your rights. Yeah. I feel like this was written by men and men who said, we have to really make this about girl power and show that women are independent. They want to make movies and be in bands. But the men couldn't get it out of their head that once you're married, you're yeah. at home with the kids. They just couldn't break. They, they, they could not fathom yeah. not that paradigm. I have to be I have, I have to be an independent woman before I no longer can be an independent <laughs> woman and, uh, and married to you. Like, it's like such a disconnect. And it's, I think you are 100 percent right. Thank you. That's why in I your maleness. You. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's do this. I will play a little bit of everything that we. we I, by the way, Nelson this. Franklin. All he has to say is cowbell. Yeah. So underutilized. Underutilized. Um. So here's like a 40 second clip of. Uh, is it Senator Furlong? I think it's Congressman Furlong. Congressman and Furlong and his assistant Will. Nice joke, construction, sir. Stop trying to polish my dick, you fucking four-eyed failure. Okay. We should be going. All right, we'll talk another time then. I got all the time in the world. We do actually have to be out of D.C. by tomorrow evening. It's a sir. metaphor. I don't think it strictly is, sir, as a figure of speech, sir. You know, you're about as annoying as a condom filled with fire ants. How's that for a fucking metaphor? It's a simile, sir. Shut your mouth, you fat girl. <laughs> All right, let's get this over with ASAP. It's not going to be easy with this big gangly piss flap over here. It moves like, hey, what do you move like, Will? I move as slowly as a Mississippi detective investigating the murder of a young black man. That's right. Oh, I'm sure we can just slip it under the skirt of the Homeland Security budget. Tell them why, Will. The budget has a fatter, more womanly behind than myself. <laughs> those were the old, <laughs> as rough as some of those were. Yeah, you those, got off easy. Like you, you the, guys. The one about as slow as a de- yeah. Mississippi detective is. See, I like that one because it's. Absolutely it's, delightful. The joke isn't just I'm really crude and I'm beating up. There's also like yeah, obviously not, social commentary. And it's not sort of well. like homophobic and gendered the exactly. way a lot of them are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. I, yeah, I can't help but love, even as crude and, and mean as Veep got towards the end, uh, I will always have a special place in my heart for it. This next one is bizarre. Oh, while we were talking about race before, I guess we should mention this looks like an interracial couple. That's true. Um, uh, this one I find to be bizarre. Another kind kind of fancy restaurant scene, but modern fancy yes. restaurant. More, like More trendy. Long, like kind of almost Edison style lights coming down yep. um, with a, just like a very like um, modern kind of tabletops. Not the traditional white tablecloth right. with glasses of wine like we saw And all these signifiers else. matter, right? Like yeah. they're telling you who they're talking to. Yeah. And so, you know, this is kind of a, a youngish couple and um, the fella... Uh, does he get down on one knee? No, I think. Yeah, yeah, he does. He gets up from the table. That's he no matter how modern and, and, yeah. and uh, trendy, the man must always get down on one knee. That's right. And he makes a proposal of sorts. Claire, 
I've been thinking a lot. Yeah? About everything that we've been talking about. One knee, he's opening up a box. What? Instead of a ring, inside the box is a pregnancy test, and it says, let's try for a baby. Yeah. Maximize your chances of getting pregnant in a way like never before. Clear blue connected ovulation test system. I got you a piss dick. <laughs> I got you a piss dick. Um, Sorry. I, I said that actually me. really found that. I find that one very, rom- very romantic. Really? And I do. And it's, um, it's kind of bold, honestly. You have um, a couple who I don't know if it's meant to signify that they are not married, but I feel like it does kind of gesture at that because by getting down on one knee you assume that they are about to have a proposal scene now they could be married but Mm -hmm. i think it's really interesting to have an interracial couple talking about having a baby um and i think it's great to, to talk about like to show a couple deciding to have a baby um it just feels like there's a real modern sensibility to that that is um it's sort of bold in a in a subtle way there was something going around a couple of weeks ago it's like one of those like memes that's more of a reddit mean meme which means it's always a little bit dank <laughs> a little danker a little edgier a little whatever <laughs> and the more i think about this or or as i say this out loud you know it's the type of thing that i saw in passing i just happened to see it a few times it scrolled by but like it was something that went viral. I don't even I don't even really know if it was a meme. It was something that went viral that was supposed to be real. It was either a quick video or maybe a series of four photographs of a That you woman. looked at really fast and it seemed to move to you. I don't know. Like I just like you scroll <laughs> through so much shit and I'm just thinking of this now for the first time. But like a woman gives a guy like a popsicle or almost like a frozen fruit bar looking thing, like mm-hmm. maybe a homemade one. And then over the course of the images, he's down to the last couple of bites and he realizes the popsicle stick is a pregnancy test. And it's her way of saying that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. But she peed on it. But conceivably, she peed on it. Right. Which is gross. Also. Did you see that? I guess is my question. I did. More of a comment than a question. More of a comment than a question. Uh. I didn't see that. That is categorically not how pregnancy tests uh, look or work. They are not made of wood. Oh, no, it's it's not made of wood. It's plastic. Well, nevertheless, they're not something right. you can make a popsicle with. Let me just, see if I can even find I, to this be clear. thing. <laughs> um, is this it here? Just, is sorry this... to be that. Sorry to rain on the oh, here it is. meme it's a video. parade. It's not. It wasn't a it wasn't a. Um, Oh, the, oh, there's a whole thing of her making it. Oh, she's it. actually making it. So it's a whole video of her actually making well, you know, this thing. know, she washed it. So there it is. Hey, can I get any sound on this thing? So she's taking the stick. She's putting in a little homemade popsicle thing. Okay, so her and her friend are doing this. They're making, a, they're, they're making the popsicle, homemade popsicle, using some fruit juice or whatever, and her used pregnancy stick and then um, she's going to give it to him to eat and then eventually eat down until right i think i saw a photo version of that hey can we talk about my commercials sure uh and then i say something um (laughs) how about this one from 1980 i believe at least that's how youtube has it and uh it's a full minute long commercial without any dialogue so enjoy this dear listener uh we see uh, we'll just play it without comment yes we have a bunch of people gathering in a field somewhere and a an airplane is taking off in the field like a little you know like a Cessna or something, and the airplane is a like a Pepsi branded airplane. It's the smiling, shining, feeling the light of a brand new day. Now there's a, a guy there in a cowboy hat. He's yelling something at the pilot of the plane, and you can see that a woman who I assume is the girlfriend of the cowboy is sort of like. Does, she's like curious as to what his yeah. angle is here. And this is that real um, 80s Americana. Like they're all yeah. on the field, all the guys and, and some of the women. And by the like way, the woman is dressed like Sandy hats. from Greece before the transformation. Nice. And now the person in the airplane is a skywriter and just wrote out the word Mary. And the girl looks confused. And now it says, Mary me. 
And now somebody finishes a bottle of Pepsi and... And it says Sue, marry me Sue. And her name must be Sue because she looks really excited and she starts nodding her head really quickly. And then we realize there's a different Sue in the audience with her boyfriend. And really it's, no, I'm just joking. Oh, I was like, I was waiting for a joke there. Because here's a thing that I don't know. I've never hired a skywriter, but I'm reasonably confident that you can't walk up to them as they're getting ready to take off uh-huh. and be like, hey, can you can write? You just freelance can, can you just freelance Yeah, this? do you know how to do an E? Can you do E's? Uh, right. How also, are, like, how are, there... are you on E's and S's? Okay, so and also, like, maybe nobody else in this field is named Sue, but is there a, like, is this creating <laughs> havoc in any other relationships? Like, is there anybody else who's just like, hey, I'm going to take you on a nice date yeah. in this, you know, like a cliff area you know like a mile away with a great sure. outlook and then they're looking at this airplane and it says things for marry miles. me sue but it's only like a second date right and then yeah like what about that well i don't Pepsi. care Pepsi. i think that anybody who does a big public proposal like that on the meg on the you know jumbo on the jumbotron or or similar um deserves any bad thing that's coming to you, them. You, you always root for no's I in those root situations. For no. oh, always root for you no know what on I, Jumbotron. You know, Jumbotron doesn't bother me as much because, I mean, I would never do it, and I actually don't like the idea of popping the question, but that's my own whole thing, you know, because I just feel like it does, you know, like the way everything we've talked about now does tend to um, be a, a sort of a sexist way of looking at like the woman is always waiting for the man sure. to pop the question or whatever and that's traditionally As if it's the not way a decision that right. two adults are making exactly um but having said that like the jumbotron thing maybe i give it a pass just because it's like so kind of time honored and hokey but like yes yeah, like in the, in the from the cave days yeah no i mean that's fine i'm, I'm, I'm not going to defend that but like what i really hate was the flash mob bullshit surprise proposals where they were going out of their way to make these huge things so that they would go viral online sure. like in the early 2000s i'm like this is so not about you and it's just it's or it's all about you and it's not about your relationship or anything it's yeah. just like you trying to get famous like I agree. You. I actually don't hate a flash mob. I love a dance number. I hate a flash mob. But I agree I've that never it shouldn't be done in service of some other, you know, agenda. You if can you're, save if your you wanna, flash mob. If you want to do a flash mob, just own that. Just yeah. own that you like to do flash no, mobs. No, you can do with a flash mob. You can put it in your doo-ha, as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. All right, here's a commercial from 1990, supposedly, that I do remember. It seems... 1990 seems right to me. It feels like very late 80s, very early 90s, maybe. And you have two little kids, and they're sitting on a porch together. Dorothy, you marry me? Where's my ring? Then he takes off a lifesaver. It's the beginning. Don't worry. We'll live with my mother. Lifesaver's candy. Isn't life delicious? How cute is that? It's very cute. I do remember that one. Yeah, right? Realistically, even a child can't get a lifesaver on their finger. Buzzkill. I love cheese, but I really love cake. Oh no! Professor Bananas! Anyone else want to stage a revolution with me? If it gets completely fucked up, so what? Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for the Genevieve takeover? (laughs) This is a really quick takeover. Um, But these Verbo commercials, you know Verbo, previously known as VRBO. Did they actually change it or was I just wrong at first? It's so hard for me to say Verbo. I always say VRBO. I always heard... I called it VRBO, but it was like word of mouth. So I, I mean, that's just what mm-hmm. I knew it as. But I have to say, I don't think they were doing a lot of advertising. So I don't know whether the fault was with the people who were just reading it or if they actually made a conscious decision to change the name. But either way, um, they go by go by Verbo. They're a competitor to um, Airbnb. Airbnb. Um, you know, people renting out their own places. We've used it. I... You know, there's a much broader and bigger discussion to be had about the negative effects on people's like lives and economy and housing options due to people doing vacation rentals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of cities, it's contributing to the 
just incredibly unaffordable housing because in a, in a very desirable city, you can have a vacation rental and rent it out and like make a ton more money by renting it by the week or by the weekend than you can just like renting it to someone who actually needs a place to live. Mm-hmm. So I think it's sort of interesting. This, this one, this first one we're going to play, it's interesting this like, take that Verbo is doing on the sort of they're trying to cast their hosts the people who rent their places out in this altruistic beneficent light Mm -hmm. that really rubbed me the wrong way like look I'm no saint I use Verbo and Airbnb to rent places I rented the worst Airbnb recently I'm gonna leave a bad review I mean it wasn't a good pretty good location in Portland but I mean, it was the kind of place where none of us felt super comfortable sleeping because Portland, like, Maine. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, when were you in Portland? Okay. Yeah. Um, it was this kind of place that was just like it felt so dirty and gross. Really? And one oh, of the, I didn't know one of the people this. I was staying with said, "Now I understand how my mom felt when she would come and visit me during in, in college when I lived in just yeah. a really shitty apartment, and she didn't feel comfortable like sitting on the couches because it was." Oh, I didn't was know so any. Gross. I didn't know any of this. I didn't even know that you stayed in in a just a really quick. Day just to, we, we just oh. needed a real quick overnighter, but it was gross. Oh. Anyway, it was definitely. Did not you the, leave a Yelp review of a lifetime? I am going to leave an honest considered review for airbnb i don't want to like screw this the host but you would have thought the list of like instructions that we got for checking into this place was sounded like we were checking into the taj mahal Mm -hmm. and then we get there and it is just a flop house i mean everything smelled weird it was disgusting and you were the one who booked it yeah i booked it. so was everybody disappointed in you probably yeah um but anyway uh so anyway, this is this is not a this is not the kind of place they would be showcasing uh, for Airbnb ads. So this Verbo ad has a, a first. There's it's this campaign they're doing. They clearly have like made a decision. We're gonna like showcase these hosts and make it sound like they're really doing something good for the world by making a lot of cash, renting mm-hmm. out their fancy places. So we got this first guy. He's renting it out his beach house. And they show beautiful him beach house, beautiful, be- modern, beach beautiful house. beach house. And he's taking like extra special care with every little detail. I mean, to the point of like placing little bits of sea glass on the mantelpiece and, and just so perfectly curated. And first of all, I've never been to one that was this well curated. But the idea that these hosts are somehow like doing this for the love of humanity is just gross. Yeah. Like, Come on. Especially show. I'm sure there's something especially galling about it being this very fancy, richy, rich. Yeah. Kind of you know, yeah. Oh, you're making the world better, a better place for people who have a lot of money and can afford to rent your beach house. I can turn anyone into a beach bomb. I mean, if they have the money. I bring families together for a living. Again, if they have the money. I'm going to just say that. Every time. I make memories for people I don't know yet. I know this view is too good not to be shared. I am a verbal host. It's about sharing. Like, am I just a curmudgeon? No, is my is my is like my is my just like class rage emerging here? Yes, it is. But I don't think that you're wrong. Thank you. Yeah, no, I feel the same thing. It's just I don't have I'm. I would never have the words in the best days to describe my feelings about everything that you said. It just really jumped out at me when I spotted this on Hulu. Late stage capitalism, and and then then the other people who have to rent out rooms when they really could use the room, but they have to because everybody's broke because nobody can get real jobs for companies. Yeah, I mean everything's farmed out to middlemen company. It's just it's getting really it's enraging. And I mean I don't we probably a lot of us probably read that article. I think it was New York Times when the pandemic first hit you know, 18 months ago or whatever it was now, when travel fell off a cliff and people stopped going to places. And there was some sob story article in some major publication. Sounds like the Times. Sounds like the New York Times, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who just did a huge thing about how um, the murder rate is up because police are so afraid to do their jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, like this sob story article about like all these poor Airbnb hosts who like bought this investment property and like now they're not able to pay it off because no one's doing Airbnb anymore. I mean, could you find a less sympathetic, you know, 
protagonist for your piece. Do you want to play the next one? That it's in it's the basically same the same thing except replace beach with mountain. Okay, and this guy looks like maybe more of an aging hipstery kind of guy who's yes. like made a little. The mountain other guy looked like a from... yoga instructor. Yeah. Okay. Take a listen to this. I know the best coffee spot in town. I can make a rustic cabin feel modern. I am a guidebook for guests. I can make an indoorsy person outdoorsy. I give families a home, not just a place to stay. I am a verbal host. Sir, you don't give them a home. You only give them a place to stay. A home is where someone lives all year round. I mean, Jesus Christ. (laughs) And now... A few minutes with Andy. <laughs> oh man, look at my life. I consider myself to be an absolutely dead center, normal, average American. <laughs> my opinion that a great many women have one thing in common. They spend too much time and money fooling around with their hair. I don't use foul language, and I don't like to hear anyone else use it either. It's a fancy bottle. I bet that bottle costs more than the water. When does a rainforest lose its virginity anyway? Oh man. The way he says hair just yeah. the word hair sounds like a hate crime there's so much yeah. hate <laughs> in the way that he says that everything andy rooney ever said about women qualifies a- as a hate crime what an asshole yeah. anyway um this is sort of a hat tip to the ad council because um listener matthew saw this on twitter and tagged me in it and says this feels like a dream episode of after these messages and it's actually a the original tweet um well, maybe not the original, but somewhere in the chain here. It was retweeted by Mina Kimes, who I'm a huge fan of. Yes. She's a uh, she's a football analyst phenom, works for ESPN, and is also just like a, an incredible. Um, she's just she's on a lot of shows I listen to, and she's just so hilarious and such an amazing football mind, and and again just so accomplished. Do you remember we were reading an article or something about her? What was she gonna? be before she went in like she's kind of a certified genius before she went into football Uh, she was like ready to go into something very complicated i can't remember if it was in the sciences (laughs) or in in law or what it was it was something complicated i don't i remember that you are right that that's true but i don't remember what the what the field was and it kind of helps it also she has like uh pacific northwest connections and is a big seahawks fan so a lot of just reasons why i'm very into mina kimes's situation here um anyway she tweeted this out that she is weeping over this commercial um I guess I'll get into all the comments and commentary about it afterwards. We just got to play this. But this is a commercial for a auto chain in Cleveland, in the greater Cleveland area, called Spitzer. Mm-hmm. I know the Spitzer name very well growing up there. In fact, I'm trying to think if my family knows the Spitzers or not. But <laughs> I guess just trying to flex there a little bit. We probably don't know the Spitzers. Um <laughs> And it is starring, this commercial you're about to hear is starring two Cleveland Browns. Now, it's a little bit complicated or confusing anyway because they don't lean into the classic orange and brown colors of the Browns. I guess they're leaning into the blue and green hues of the Spitzer logo. Because it's really confusing. You would think that these would be Seahawks, right? They're wearing like generic blue jerseys. It looks more like, that's like the blue of, um, what's another? Yeah, it's not quite Seahawks. You're right, it's not Seahawks It's like another blue team. It's just, anyway, it's clearly like. It's blues and greens, though. They're clearly not allowed to use the brown colors. Actually, I think you can use the. I wonder if they're not allowed. I think they were just trying to. I think that the Spitzer color is blue. Uh. And so they wanted to lean into the brands instead of the browns. But it's already confusing because these are not the most famous men on the Browns team. Now, they're known names, but they're they're offensive linemen. Joel Batonio, I believe, is he our... He might be our he, center. I know. I know. Joel Batonio likes to jump off sides. Oh no, he's one, a, yeah, that's he's the a one guard. thing I know about Batonio. Right, and then Jack Conklin, who is the offensive tackle. They're they're facing the screen. They're basically going to do a version of the Super Bowl shuffle. Famous, made famous by and the. And you Bears. haven't heard this yet, right? I asked no, you. No, I am. Waiting with bated breath. Here. I played for you the reaction to this video from one of their teammates, <laughs> Miles Garrett. I'll play that for the uh, for the audience in a second. I hope it translates. Um, but this is awful. And you have Andrew <laughs> Andrew Spitzer. I can't wait for this. Who's the chief operating officer of Spitzer? So he's in the middle. He's got these two 
linemen on and either side of him. And he just could not look worse. No, I mean, he looks very awkward. And they're going to be dancing and they're going to be rapping <laughs> about the Spitzer Don't Auto Don't make group. that rap video, Cleveland Browns edition. We are the Spitzer Offensive Line. With the Spitzer Shield, you get peace of mind. Get the benefits that prevent any struggle. Let's all do the Spitzer Shield Shuffle. My name is Jack, and I protect your city's favorite quarterback. My name is Joel, and I guard the city of rock and roll. And it's all backed by our Spitzer Shield. Featuring a lifetime powertrain warranty. Unlimited time, unlimited miles. Online at Spitzer.com. Want to hear those raps again? Because oh, there's no. some, I think, so Mina's they comment here is. They couldn't even come up with a rhyme the for thing Betonio? Is, I, the thing is, they did. I think their rhyming scheme is off. So Mina says, why didn't they just rhyme Jack with quarterback and Joel with rock and roll? But which I think they did, but they mess it or up with the rhythm they? because they have Joel and then they say something else and then rock and roll. Okay, it's let's hear it's it again. actually the rhythm that is so messed up. All right, up. let's listen and, and try to imagine that Jack is going to rhyme with quarterback and Joel is going to rhyme with rock and roll. Yes, but then the way they say it and the way they emphasize the words, they're just messing up. They're just messing up the pentameter or whatever it is, the rhythm. Step prevent any struggle. Let's all do the Spencer Shield Shuffle. My name is Jack and I protect your city's favorite quarterback. My name is Joel, and I guard the city of rock and roll. That last one is real hard to sit through. My name it's is, really bad. My name is Joel, and I guard the city of rock and roll. I mean, I'm not exactly sure how you would fit it into a, a rhyme scheme. It's rough. It's now, real rough. I mean... It is real rough. <laughs> One of the Brown star players is defensive end Miles Garrett. Sorry, who, what does Spitzer do again? It's like car dealership. Car dealership. For some reason, I think all the blue and green made me think they were like a plumbing outfit. It is so confusing. My name is Joel, and I guard the city of rock and roll. <laughs> That's so awful. And then he does like a weird air guitar thing. So, I mean, rock and roll. He's he's that's his show. Yeah. That's him like pantomiming rock and roll. And he came up with that on his own. That wasn't even in the script. Yeah. Um, so Miles Garrett is one of the star players for the Browns. He's on the other side of the ball. He is a defensive uh, end, and um, an incredibly charming, charismatic yes. person. He's also. funny. He's both built right, just like a, like a tank, right? He's in incredible shape as you'd expect i mean even by football standards yeah. there are viral videos of him doing exercises like jumping on boxes that are taller than him right in one fell swoop yeah, no, he's an amazing um, athlete but he also happens and to then be his, an but, incredibly likable person. right and then his face is very boyish with a cute little mustache and he's he's very charming a I, lot of cute in, boys a lot of boys yeah, have mustaches unless your name is mason rudolph in which case don't even speak that dude's the name. The charm may... So, of course, um, uh, Garrett was suspended for bonking a quarterback on the head with his own helmet. It was a helmet. deserved bonking. It was a deserved bonking. In and many I couldn't be more proud many of Many people are saying it I was truly a deserved I truly bonking. believe that um, that Garrett is a uh, a pretty a pretty soft, soft-spoken, charming guy. Well-read, supposedly. But uh, actually, he, you know what? I remember people saying that he's kind of into poetry himself. I don't know if that's true or not. Anyway, he but is he to rap. I'm not sure. So he is in front of like is that is that a spin and repeat? What do you call those things? What do you call the things where you're talking to the press, but you've got your uh, you've got like your logos and stuff on a banner behind? Oh, you? Oh, step and repeat. What did I say? Sing a spin and, and repeat. <laughs> spin and repeat. Right. A, he's he's standing in front of a Cleveland Brown step and repeat. A spin and repeat. And um, he's talking to the press, and I, I don't know how well this is going to come off as audio, but appa apparently the coaches played this commercial for the entire team at the end of the team meeting. Take a listen to the press talking to Miles Garrett about this commercial you just heard. Have you seen the uh, Joel and Jack commercial? Oh, Lord, we watched it today, though. <laughs> <laughs> Comments? <laughs> if, if I'm ever in something that terrible, I'll just go ahead and take me off the field. Isn't it so bad that it's good, though? Isn't it like feel like that, or is it just bad? <laughs> you need time to be like so bad that you're good. <laughs> That's true. Like right now, it's just, it's just terrible. Did the whole team watch it? Oh, yeah. It was probably a team meeting. 
it was right at the end of the team meeting. Coach coaches spoke and we had broken down what we needed to, and then uh, that was the, the cherry on top. <laughs> and boy, it's, what a cherry it was. <laughs> Miles Garrett, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna we're gonna post this video uh, along with the links this week. And by the way, sorry everybody, I know the links were super late last week. Yeah. I just was traveling and didn't have my shit together. Um, I'm gonna post that link to that video uh, because you really have to see Miles just reacting in the moment to how embarrassing that was for yeah. Batonio and uh, He's at a loss for words. the other dude, yeah. Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words they're saying Only the echoes of my mind Well, I wanted to start with some feedback from Megan, uh, guest producer Megan, who produced our last week's show. Oh, yeah, that was so good. We speculate. Thank you again, Megan. It was awesome. Um, We speculated uh, based on the kinds of ads that Megan was seeing um, and the sort of uh, like who who does Hulu think she is based on what they're serving to her? Because, you know, more and more, I think it is going to be a very much a, a personalized experience that you have or at least a a very curated experience that people have when they watch ads. Uh, Megan writes in, I just listened to the show, loved it, thanks for humoring me. No, thank you mm-hmm. for saving us uh, a lot of work, Megan. Uh, she says, interesting take on my personal life based on the ads I see slash the ads that stick in my mind. Somewhat accurate. I am not single. I have a serious boyfriend, but we don't live together and we're not engaged or anything. So Hulu might think I'm single. Mm. Uh, I am shocked that you haven't seen these ads or even other dating service ads. I get them constantly from Hinge, Match, eHarmony. I'm definitely not interested in using the service. Mm. Uh, But I do wonder, Megan, if like if it's because, you know, you're only ordering enough toothpaste for one Mm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, We order toothpaste for two. Yeah, his and her toothpaste. His and her toothpaste. Uh, she says, another thing, it's my mom's Hulu account. I don't even have a separate profile, so I'm not sure they are hyper-targeted. Oh, Maybe your mom, you know. Yeah, what's going on with mom? Getting out there. Yeah. What's going on with your mom, Megan? <laughs> Didn't expect to hear those words today. <laughs> um, all right. So thank again, Megan, thank you. That was so much fun to get a peek inside your media universe and your takes, and it was so much so much fun. Um Jessica wrote in about, you remember the little, the Elton John Lil Nas um, Uber Eats ads we talked about? Yeah. We were generally like pretty positive on. We've, we've, we've had some pretty harsh takes on these Uber Eats um, celebrity filled ads. But we liked the, well, we just liked those two people, those two artists a lot. And the way that they were portrayed and the celebration of them felt kind of good. Um, but we kind of missed a trick on this one. Jessica says, I finally got around to watching the Elton John and Little Nas X commercial that you talked about last week and noticed a little detail that I think it makes uh, makes it even more delightful. I'm referring to the first one with all the thank yous. The, no, thank you, thank you, thank you. At the end, Little Nas X is wearing, you talked about this a lot, Andrew, a crazy feathered outfit, and Elton John is in a pink cowboy suit. Mm-hmm. They are dressing up as each other. Oh, right. Those now are that you famous, say it. and of course... Right. Of course, Jessica. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, God. I, I picked oh, up on I their... I like that even more, the thank you, yes, no thank you. No that thank you. That's the only... I don't even like the others with them in it, but that one commercial is it's charming. the best one in that whole campaign. The feathered getup is an iconic Elton John um, and with the swim cap and jeweled gla- huge glasses. Mm-hmm, of course. Uh, yeah. He wore it on the Muppet Show performing Crocodile Rock in 1977. Oh, wow. Which is yeah. so Holy awesome. Shit. Yeah, of course. And of course, how did we miss it? Hot yeah. Pink Cowboy outfit. I mean, that's right. like the, that's what launched yeah. Lil Nas. So. Right. Okay. Oh, man. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, Mad at myself. I'm mad at myself, too. I caught the Rocket Man reference, but I missed that one. So thank you, Jessica. Uh, Sometimes when you're looking at something really close, you just need to step back, see the forest for the trees. Hi, Genevieve and Andrew. Previous new listener, now old listener, Brian from Brooklyn. Uh, It took me about a year, but I just finished binge listening to all 307 episodes. Uh, But now it's time for me to send in my own jingle. 
the one I have is for Murphy's Oil Soap. It has a mother and a son. I remember the son having a really great voice. I have not researched this ad. This, this ad is going through my head pretty constantly. It's sung to the classic tune. I can never remember the name. I don't remember all the lyrics, which will be obvious. Also, this song has an incredible range, kind of like the Star Spangled Banner, where if you start in the wrong key, you'll it's just a hard song. So hopefully I won't start too high. Here it goes. I will say I'm surprised, after he gave that setup, I'm surprised how high he starts. Okay. I thought he was going to start really low. So brace yourselves. Uh, well, actually, I, I, I think he does a nice job. I'm not saying that I, I think he got himself in trouble, but he's got more of a range than he maybe gives himself credit for. Here it goes. I've been using Murphy's oil soap on this wood floor of mine. Now the dirt is finished, but the finish is fine. And the dirt is finished, but the finish is fine. Cleans everything, safe as can be. Kind to your hands and fresh naturally. You'll be using Murphy's all the time. Cause the dirt is finished, but the finish is fine. That's it. Love the show. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. He hit it. It kept going up and up and up. That's really what good. Is that? What is that? I, I, yeah, it's... Um, it's uh, is it is like it, Yankee Doodle Dance? It's not Yankee no, Doodle. is it Turkey in the Straw? No. Boy, I don't think. It's not Turkey in the Straw? Let's see. Anyway, Brian, I know I've been following your journey as you've been listening to... Um, Listening to the show, I'm amazed that you've you've done it. You've seen you've listened to the whole thing. Oh yeah, you're yeah. right. Look at you, you're right. Look at me. It's in the public domain. So yeah. anyone anyone including I've never heard that jingle for Murphy's oil soap. No, but Brian did track down the original and he also said I found the original and it's clear that my memory is weak. Let me play the commercial for you and then uh, I'll explain why he thinks his memory is weak. Take a listen to this. I've been Using Murphy's oil soap all through this house of mine. Now the dirt is finished, but the finish is fine. We've been using Murphy's oil soap on cedar, oak, and pine. Now the dirt is finished, but the finish is fine. Cleans everything, safe as can be. Kind to your hands and fresh naturally. You'll be using Murphy's all the time. Cause the dirt is finished, but the finish is fine. People have trusted your natural Murphy's oil soap for 75 years. Oh, I love the dust on that. I love the vintage. Everything nature of that. about that is a delight to me. You, I mean, it's that is that ad works on me. I'm like, why don't we have some Murphy's oil soap? YouTube puts that at 1983, and Brian says uh, it's clear my memory is weak. I don't remember the grandmother at all. You heard her; she was the third voice. Uh, it was from 1983? Question mark. I misremembered some of the basic lyrics, and finally. The boy's voice is not as good as I remember, but the audio on that YouTube video is also terrible. So, Brian, I think you did a fantastic job. Yeah, um, you know, you got the main, you got the main thrust of it. You got the chorus. You got the hook. Like, yeah. you know, not you're not gonna, not everyone's gonna remember the like all of the little verses and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, but that I, was terrific. I like it. Yeah, that that commercial gave me nice warm feelings. You can sell anything. All right. If you want to join the fun, you can call our voicemail line at 607-444-5597. To help you remember that, I'm now going to read it backwards. <laughs> 7955 Okay, one more time in the right order. 607-444-5597. Please do call the voicemail line. Leave us a jingle or your thoughts on anything. You can or, also email yep. us at after these messages show at Gmail. You I like the way you just took over there. It's like, I don't let this guy talk anymore. Yeah, I think, like, you're giving the phone number backwards. You're done. You're done. Uh, you know, you can do what Brian did, which was uh, if you want to send us a really clear uh, jingle or voicemail of any kind you can send us a voice uh, uh, an audio file which is mm-hmm. how Brian sent a that voice in memo. a little voice memo that was terrific um, you can come to the Facebook group if you haven't joined already um, we welcome a few new members each week it's great to see you um, if you're one of the three people that I declined this week it was because you only joined Facebook a week ago and you didn't answer the questions which made me think that you are bots Sus. so if you're not bots answer the questions um, if you're not a bot, please do join the Facebook group or uh, get in touch with us. We would love to hear from you. Thank you. Uh, red octagons couldn't stop me. I burn headband, my eyes all droopy. 
have gooey foodies, zoobies in my poopy. They all like, well, he's you too proud. I'm like, you would be too if you.